Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus 2K1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR, and it's Monday. It's a new week, which you know what that means. Another, I'm clueless. What does that mean? <laughs> Another edition of Monday Morning News. You know, means there's a lot of people going to work, right? And then, yeah, including ourselves. Don't worry, we're not sitting here with our headset on at 10 a.m. playing, you know, the the luxurious life either. No, but you know, so it must be news day. Yes, it's always news on Monday, and in classic Monday Morning News of last week, as soon as we finish recording, the next day we wake up and already news is coming out. Even to start the week on Monday, the day the episode dropped, mm-hmm. including, I mean, what I think was one of the highlights of last week, out of the blue, out of nowhere, big screen VR, the company, the the app, big screen, the company that makes, you know, the viewing media app, big screen, which we like. It's mm-hmm. cool. You go in, you can watch movies in 3D. You can watch flat screen things. They have a lot of integrations with like YouTube with Amazon video seems you can stream to it. Yeah. I've seen some people. Yeah. You can connect it with your computer. So then what, you know, if you stream it on your computer, it'll go on to the media browser there. So it's pretty cool stuff. Amazing hard, amazing software. And out of nowhere, they came out that they're releasing a headset. So this software company is going to hardware now. Yeah, not just a headset, but the thing weighs as much as like a pair of socks. Yeah, here's the thing. It's 127 grams in weight, which is super lightweight, but it's hard to put that into reference. So, you know, let me pull up the weight real quick of the iPhone 14. It's 206 grams. Mm -hmm. So it weighs less than an iPhone 14. And then the iPhone 14 Pro Max, like the bigger version, is 240 grams. But even just just a regular size one. It's like a heavy pair of sunglasses Mm -hmm. it's dude it's half it's pretty much half the weight of the the bigger iphone double the cost half the weight well yeah it's i think what 99.99 it doesn't come with controllers it's going to need a tracking base station so it's definitely targeting like a niche audience inside a niche but it doesn't sound like they have the expectations to sell five million of either no and i i think the idea behind it is is you buy their headset and you watch big screen which Mm -hmm. is why it's lightweight it's such a one-sided thing yeah it's like literally a glorified pair of like sunglasses viewing goggles uh but there's gonna be skiing goggles are bigger like the people that like sim racing it's gonna be great for you know those people and they don't need a controller anyway. They they just connect it with their wheel. Mm-hmm. But it is going to be compatible with with controllers as well. Uh, so it's not like you 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 can't use controllers either. Um, it's kind of targeting like that index, the Valve Index user base, you know. And a lot of the VR chat user base are going to love it. And what's interesting is when you order one, you have to take a photo <laughs> with an iPhone. So rest in peace, you know, Android users. But it does a, a scan or something like that, and they, eye spacing and all yeah, that. and yeah. they custom build it to your your dimensions of your face. So like you know, there's even some people <laughs> that that got to re- review it. Some like uh, you know, quote unquote YouTube or VR content creators, and like there's a couple of them that used each other's, 
And it went from a great experience on theirs to like, oh, that's extremely uncomfortable because it is 100% designed for your face. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it kind of to that doesn't, I, I don't think that that's something you're looking to like mass produce and again, sell 5 million of. I don't think that's the intention. No, it's just another, I mean, they've obviously turned, I mean, they're turning it into a profitable business other than just a, a software company. Yeah. 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 It's like, cause when you're, you know, how much did you pay for, pay for big screen? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you sooner or later got to make money, but if you can, I mean, it's a steep price to ask, but for comfort reasons, like if you just want to chill in bed and it doesn't, you know, it's a lot easier than yeah. Well, again, there's our current day headsets. They're targeting a very niche user base of VR users. You know, again, the SIM users, the social app users, the media browser users. Those mm-hmm. are the people that this is going to be targeted towards. And for those people, it's a great freaking headset. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see for us what happens for it, but. Yeah, for us, like me and you that fell in love with standalone VR, not needing, you know, base stations of Ports. tracking and yeah. it's cordless, uh, but, you know, not needing base station, you know, having the controllers come with it, you know, just ready to go right off the top. You know, it's probably not targeted to, you know, us specifically, but again, no, there's it's definitely not targeted, but, to, <laughs> but, but I would, I would love to try one for sure. Oh my goodness. It sounds like the lightweight aspect of it, mm-hmm. it. I think that's the the headset design of the future. You that would know, also as, be a cool way to like if you were to bring, you know, like pour your Xbox games into mm-hmm. just flat screen VRing. Mm-hmm. It's like it'd be a lot more comfortable with that kind of headset than it would be a a modern mm-hmm. day one. And I, I saw some people being kind of critical. or Quest Two, I should say. Yeah, I or saw any some, of the others. Which uh, <laughs> I saw some people being kind of weirdly critical of it saying like, Oh, this is just going to cause headset confusion for new, new consumers and stuff like that. I was like, listen, listen, (laughs) look at it. Listen, nobody is ever going to hear about this unless you are already in the VR niche. This is a, again, a niche item inside of a niche. There's not going to be people that, you know, Google which headset should be my first one. And they're going to get pointed towards, you know, the big screen VR headset. No, but you know that People will start posting it in social media and stuff. So I just don't think it contributes to headset confusion or anything. I think when people I already know I'm gonna see it in one of the, the groups I follow, they're gonna post it and be like, Is this the end of the quest too? <laughs> you know, when No, it's not a competitor. No, Here, but you know how most of those posts actually go. Here's how I kind of view the view the way uh, the the VR cycle for a new user is they're gonna get a quest too. And then, because it's the cheapest and just best introduction to VR, you know, they're going to, if they fall in love with it, they're either going to be content with standalone, or if they have the funds for more, then they're going to crave more. And then they're going to be able to go, well, what do I want better on my quest too? And if they want something, if it's the weight that's an issue or whatever, then they have the big screen option. If they just want something that's, you know, way more diesel, they have the index option, but you know, they don't start with that. At this point, I think people are starting with the Quest 2. And then once they're educated in the niche and they're in love with it, it's good to have these different options that fine tune specifically what they want, you know? I mean, let's be honest. The Quest 2 is like, it's it's priced for lower to middle class per se. Mm-hmm. And just intro too. So you it's know? like, there are people who go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their intro into VR being beast experience because they just have the money Mm -hmm. where i just look at that whole quest too is like this is the first time that like affordably you can have vr 
Absolutely. But I versus do, the I do think that there is a lot of people that have like gotten the Quest Two as their first headset and then gone on to go well, upgrade yeah, it's to something affordable. Exactly. If it wasn't exactly. five hundred bucks, it would be just like all the others. Exactly. That's well. That's why I say say it's like that's kind of the path that. But a thousand dollars for viewing glasses is a little. It's a little steep. For me and you, absolutely. But for people that that's what they specifically, you know, that that gets their jimmies going, you know, they're excited. Just so you know, you don't have to own that to use big screen. That would be the ultimate, though, if they yanked it. Mm-hmm. Well, because the CEO we're like, was... No, we're just exclusive to our headset now. He came out very critical of the Oculus and Meta ecosystem and says pretty much was saying that he regrets for six years spending so much time but on a on free eco- app <laughs> on their, on their ecosystem. Um, so that's it's, unfortunate. It's, it's interesting. It was it's unfortunate, but I mean, Hey, you want to change things, then you do it your way. Well, so. he said something that, uh, a couple of years ago, he came out and said this, that when they first launched big screen, uh, apparently meta was approached by them or they were approached by meta and they were like, Hey, you should, you know, join our team because we're going to build the equivalent and crush you. Mm-hmm. If not, Mm-hmm. And he says that that's always rubbed him the wrong way since then. <laughs> well, well, so I, I, will say, I, I will give props on them building their own headset. We'll just see how it performs and, and what I, the consensus is. I think big screen is probably my favorite media. Yeah, viewing it's, it's, app. I don't get much lag in there. And, you know, and I think that's there's some of the other ones I've tried. It's horrendous. So I'm not a meta hater. I'm actually, if anything, I'm overly supportive of meta, if anything, but in credit to big screen, I don't think meta has built the software equivalent for media browsing experience either, but it is cool to see them enter the headset, the hardware market. I Mm -hmm. will say we'll keep our eye open. Yeah. And very, very unexpected. And in kind of, you know, Grim news, I'll say, you know, last week we discussed the shutting down of Echo VR, Mm -hmm. uh, another multiplayer only game that had a much shorter lifespan. And unlike Echo VR, wasn't free to play. It was a paid game. Nerf Ultimate Championship, which launched August of 2022, is shutting down in August of 2023. So it just is making it one year before... uh, yeah, that's Before pretty much canned. a that's a, a fuck the consumer situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I mean, corporately, there's reasons why they're shutting down. But it's like, yeah, it's called the studio shutting down. Yeah, <laughs> that but it's little... it's amazing that they couldn't have sold it. Yeah, you know, because it's nerf. Yeah, I just don't. But the game was not well received. To be honest with you, there's a lot of people saying DOA dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people loved it. Some a lot of people weren't too big on it. If it's multiplayer only, you know, your game has to be tight. Yeah. (laughs) And we also have so much variety now. I mean, Mm -hmm. we still don't have enough, but we've got enough variety now where you start slipping or release something that's jank at the go. It's like, it's you know, but I mean, it's, I'm bummed because it's a paid experience. Yeah. It's literally been a year. I Mm -hmm. get when it's been three years, but you're telling me nobody like the game was so bad that not one person was like can buy the rights to it or not even like the community mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like oh this sucks but like i don't want to own that piece of shit I but guess, i've heard people talk really good about it though. yeah i agree too i, I was so i mean i didn't check it out personally i'll be no, 100% I'm glad, transparent I'm, i am glad you can still in buy the big it. picture that we you know why i know right that sucks yeah a year but it's like, I also feel like, I remember when Swords of Gargant, 
Swords of Gargantua got pulled and the studio was just making a new game. That's a hundred percent different situation than the studio. Yeah, and they put that game back out, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't really want to talk about that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean it it's sits in up. it sits in my library and it yeah, will say uninstall forever. It's not back up yet. It's coming back up in March. Yeah. So it's like just because of the whole dirty I think like March fifth or something. That was really the first one that like that's when I took the stance of like, well, screw them. I don't care what they make. Mm-hmm. That one hurt me. Yeah. But I feel like it's a different animal when the studio is still existing. Yeah. Than when the studio has ceased to exist. Yeah. They're in the graveyard. Weird. Yeah. Unfortunately. But no, that so. sucks for Nerf. Yeah. I mean, I'm just and it more amazed people, that nobody would be willing to shell out or make an offer to. Well, you said it best right off the start. You know, it sucks for Nerf, but it really sucks for the consumer mm-hmm. who paid for it. You yeah. Know? I get when it's, it's free. If it's free, you know. I mean, how upset can you be? It's mm-hmm. like, dude, you paid nothing for it. You, what do you have to cry about? You yeah. got you got a week, a month, a couple of years. You can't cry over free. But or look, if in five, you know, three, four more years, Pop One shuts down and they pop it, put out Pop Pop One Two or Pop Two, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's different. The game would have existed for what you know, eight, dude, nine years. Pop it's different is, when it's a year. Pop One is taking a beating right now. Uh, well, to be honest with you, it, a beating. Exactly what you just said about five minutes ago. Look at the variety of multiplayer games right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Gods of Gravity. Jeez, uh, I don't even want to start making a list. You know, Drop Dead the Cabin just dropped this week. You know, there's so many. No, it's a lot of games. There's a lot of, not only games, a lot of multiplayer games coming too. So I think uh, there's only so many people playing VR headsets, you know. That, True. That, that base gets spread thinner and thinner between games as more and more multiplayer games come out. So, unfortunately... Rest in peace this upcoming August to Nerf. Nerf's been nerfed. <laughs> Gonna then, nerf the nerf. And then uh, on other news, uh, you know, there's the public test server for meta updates. So there's the the updates and the hardware or the software that everybody's on. Like me and you are on version 49 right now. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the public release. But then there's something called the public test channel, the PTC. And you'll usually be like one one version ahead. And that's where they're, you know, tease experimental features. You get an idea of what's coming in the next update. Yeah. So they rolled out, you know, PTC version 50. So what we'll be probably getting in a month or so, whenever they decide to release it to the, the actual public. But when they rolled it out, one smart user on Reddit, props to them, because they did the same thing that you should always do when you get an update, which is they went to the experimental features of their settings because things come and go there you know yeah, of course you might see it for a week and then it might be gone whatever but they noticed when they updated to version 50 in the the ptc that they had an option for direct touch panels so right now if you're using your controller or hand tracking you either use like a laser pointer on your controller that's exactly what i call it yeah it, that's the only it's that's, my laser pointer yep it's definitely not my finger no or if you're <laughs> using hand tracking there's also a laser that comes from your fingers, but you pinch to select. Um, and, you know, if there's any bit of shakiness in your hand, sometimes it can be a, a little janky. But now they're adding, either if you're using your controller, and you're, you know it'll be your avatar hand, or if you're using hand tracking, you can now just touch the screen directly or type directly. I think that for the controller, I'll probably stick with the laser pointer because mm-hmm. that's just intuitive. Like, that makes sense. But anytime I'm using hand tracking, to me, that's going to be a game changer because I hate pinching for the the menu selection. Yeah, once I got used to, and as hand tracking's improved over the 
the past few years. Yeah, I won't say I hate it, but I don't, I'm like much more fluid mm-hmm. when I'm moving around with. But the 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 reasons to use hand tracking are pretty slim. So I um, mean, whatever. So, so sometimes I'll use hand tracking a lot, especially if I'm pulling files out of my headset. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's kind of annoying every time you put in your plug in your headset to the computer. You have to approve the yeah. the message on your headset. You can't do just do it. a yeah. You can't just do it every time, and then it's annoying. Then I got to put it on. I usually use hand tracking for that. Yeah. Or if I'm putting on my headset and just doing quick, you know, updates. You know, starting to select stuff, that stuff. That's usually when I'll do hand tracking. Just navigating my menu when I'm not actually playing. Yeah, I only do it if a game calls for it. Generally, in like my home area. Then I was thinking, like, wow, if if they really do push the push the push buttons, it's going to be one of those. You're better off resetting your play space anytime before you press your buttons because if you're like me and you who when we play, we move around a mm-hmm. lot. You move back and then pull up your home screen. It's going to be way in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk up to it and put your finger right into the TV. <laughs> It'll save your controller, though. A broken bone is probably cheaper than a new controller. So. Well, yes, always respect the Guardian outline. That is Jeez, rule number yeah. one. Yep. <laughs> but I think if, you know, and I don't type it's a lot. It's a cool feature, VR. though. Yeah, there's potential. I can type fast with the... The controllers yeah you're because, saying you've gotten good with it yeah i do the right and left at the you'll have to test out when it's on the oh the yeah public Dude. server the not the public test server the, the public real, the real public version. The masses yeah we get a piece of it yeah no the keyboard aspect is is huge mm-hmm. if doing hand tracking typing because the hand tracking it's, it's gotten crisp not for nothing if you're doing any sort of programming yeah or I mean, like some of the meeting room spaces where you can have your laptop and mm-hmm. it'll pull it up to actually be able to Quick, 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 quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, virtual would be cool. Yeah. Again, I think for the having the controller in your hand, yeah, doesn't really make any difference for me. For me, this is more of a highlight of hand tracking, in my opinion. No, it's just the next step. And then you know it's going to be the grab and move files around. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, old, old science fiction movies that said we'd be doing this now, anyways. Yes, we're getting bet. I think that this helps with the productivity aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool stuff. The, it always comes down to productivity. Mm-hmm. So your employees will thank you for this. So one of our favorite games, Gods of Gravity, mm-hmm. they just had a massive update. Very respectable. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm actually going to pull up on their their announcement. Everything that they did, I won't read the whole thing because oh my goodness, on their Discord they posted everything that came in that update, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's a novella. And what's actually cool is. In our interview with them, if you go back and, and listen when, when we talked to the developers, at one point, they flipped the switch on us and asked us a question. They were like, hey, what would you like add to the game or something like that? You know, What suggestions or feedback do you have? And if I remember correctly, just about the only things we had said was a co-op mode. And then we had also suggested adding three-star ratings to the campaign missions because it's a simple thing that adds a lot of replayability. And in this update came a co-op mode that's not just a co-op mode it's 15 co-op like dedicated campaign mission so mm-hmm. it's pretty much a whole whole co-op campaign and if it's you know complete transparency we haven't beaten the campaign we've done a couple missions but so far it seems like it's following the same uh progression yeah as difficulty in progression it, it starts it gets harder as you advance through the mission well, we also did it on the hardest Yes, well, that's a, that's a new thing for the for the campaigns. They added difficulty setting with easy. That's a, an old new thing. 
old new thing? Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. notice that on, on until the last, this one. the last update, what, more than a month ago, mm-hmm. is when you could now change... The, the campaign difficulties? Campaign difficulties. Okay, I, I missed that because when the God of Destruction pumped out, we just started doing multiplayer yeah. rounds. I didn't even mess with the and campaign again. And we had again. finished all the campaign, missions. the campaign missions before that came out. Yeah, so. so why would I go back? But okay, so that's a... Thank yeah, you for so correcting old, me on that. That's an old new. But it does carry over to the co-op one too. The Correct. co-op's the same way. Correct. So yeah, you have easy, normal, and hard. And we did it on hard. Destroyed the first mission effortlessly and then already on the second mission the first time we did it we were cocky at that point because of how easy we did the first mission we got messed up well we got destroyed we got beat up we got bullied these new maps they made too for the co-op is freaking awesome yeah and it's true co-op because you each technically have your own little starting base one of them is the true home base but the one next to it it's just as good as a home base. I will say, yeah, it has really good production because they give you a couple moons right next to it that see, I don't know, they're just generous with the amount of production that goes to it. Oh, yeah. And the, um, my biggest beef with the way we would play it, which is technically the right way, but mm-hmm. it's like one person's kind of standing around for, you know, three, four minutes doing piss. When we would do the Mickey Mouse co op, you know, the, yeah. the MacGyver co op. But you know? it's, it was, it was set that way because yeah. you could join the same team. Mm-hmm. I, the first time we ever played it that way, I expected to have my own planet. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah. Yep. So this is now how we were expecting it to be. But the AI is no joke. It's oh, it's treating it that. like it's treating it like a co-op. Dude, we got murked because you know we figured out the single player AI pretty good. Mm-hmm. This AI is prepared for there to be two of you. It's it's hard to explain, but it felt yeah. Both the enemies. Or double teaming you yeah, no, while was, fighting each other. It's we were like, fighting a two front war. I was, was like, tough. all right, they kicked up the AI notch. Here, oh, for yeah. sure. And I remember before we picked uh, the first mission, you're like, let's go straight into hard. And I was like, ooh, yeah. somebody's cocky over here. And then mm-hmm. we dominated. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. Whew. That was different in the second mission. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool because it's, you know, as far as setting up a co op game to play against living people, it's mm-hmm. it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. absolutely and like you said the maps are just designed very cool like we flipped through all 15 of them and some of them were real funky like they did a they did a really good job creating them they're, <laughs> we they're do unique. a group one i'm already calling slush matic so yeah <laughs> that's my first pick and also <laughs> my ass good <laughs> yeah hey you know we, we gave a, a small fight for about two minutes mm. and then no i threw a hail mary I should have I should have went in on him with you though. That's the if, thing. If you had double teamed him, well, we we were all playing one v one v one. So it's like, but righteously, you you probably should have. Mm-hmm. And then you know I would have had shit, and mm-hmm. then you probably could have taken me. So. Mm-hmm. Or I could have attacked Came your home close. base while you were I attacking had his home him. Base. The countdown had begun. Mm-hmm. No, but I absolutely should have gone in he there. Came as back and yeah, just put an end to that shit real quick. But they also <laughs> they also changed the name of the what was the map creator edition before mm-hmm. it's now just called ultra but none of yeah. the perks are you nothing changed nothing. yeah nothing anything you bought or paid for is still bought and paid for it's just the naming of it and then they also said that they ranked their overhaul you know uh with new rewards availability maps and more uh there's five different ranks each with their own unique badge so that's pretty cool stuff too mm-hmm. and now there's team voice chat so you know the game does spatial audio but before everybody could hear everybody now you can do team no, chat. Everybody could hear everybody if you're around somebody. Yes, yes, yes. But now you can set it for, now there's team chat as well in the audio setting. So if you're doing like co-op modes and you're facing other real people and you'd rather just coordinate just your team, 
you don't really have to go in the Oculus Party chat or anything like that. You can still just change. Now you can change your settings to in-game. I'm sorry, into uh, to, to Party chat. So that's pretty cool. So, I don't know. Good stuff from the Gods of Gravity devs. It was pretty cool to see the only suggestions yeah, we recommended. Dude, I'm older than their, their dev team. Combined. Yeah. Although, I don't know. The Steve guy might throw it off. I didn't don't remember Steve's age. No, he definitely throws it off. So he might be the but catalyst the two, in there. The two programmers, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yep, I think I got like eight years on them. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan and Jack, dude, I can't believe two twenty-one-year-old, twenty-one-year-olds pumped that out. How, f- dude? We interviewed them it's a month even, ago. That's ridiculous. A month ago to be that young and that be means like, that I already have a game on the store. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that? How far along into the update of this do you think they were when they had already talked to us? So that that means that's that probably done. So that means that when we had told them the two suggestions, they're like, "Oh, they, they yeah, checked, already done." We're just you know, also keywaying think, it. I also think they're the type when they get an idea where they they figured out a solution to a problem, mm-hmm. it's taken care of within hours. It's mm-hmm. not a oh well, you know, we'll, we'll put the, we'll get to this Monday. I know mm-hmm. it's like. I have to believe it because from firsthand experience, it's yeah. like these guys are really proactive. So. Yeah, they're very quick to, to squash bugs, to pump mm-hmm. out updates. So they're they're hardworking. They're very talented devs. Like this so, is yeah. one of the best games on the Quest Store. I'll argue with them till I'm blue in the face on the pricing model because I think they deserve ten dollars. No, nine nine. It should be nine ninety nine flat. Yep. Yeah. Boom. I think if everybody buy the should, buy the DLC see, for four ninety nine. Yeah. Whatever. Keep it reasonable. Oh, and what's interesting about the co-op campaign, too, it, it was something like, uh, I think it's like you need to have this, the Ultra version or something like that to host it. Yeah, in order if to someone doesn't, you can still, still they invite can still them play over. It. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Like, they're trying to push you to, to buying it. Yeah, if the room owner has Ultra, they can invite anyone to play the co-op maps with them. So Yeah, if you didn't pay for the game, you can still get to experience the, mm-hmm. the other part of it. As long as your friend has it. But again, they deserve the money. I'll uh, say it until I'm blue in the face. But you I know don't what? think I don't think nine ninety nine. I don't think anybody who's played it would balk at the price. Mm-hmm. And I think that's still cheaper than the fourteen ninety nine that they probably should be charging. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's more incentive to buy it and then just pay the extra five dollars for the additional shit. Let's be real. There's easily twenty dollars worth of content in this game, but I just know their philosophy, and you could never convince <laughs> them to. There is now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's just going to keep the growing. update. Definitely. So I hope, you know what? I hope I'm wrong though. I hope this team is rolling in the money due to a high user base. Cause you, as soon as the game launched, you saw the user base pew, mm-hmm. about with the online users. I hope it's maintaining. I hope a lot of people are rightfully paying for it. Uh, just hats off to them. Great, great dev team over at Trask games. And I don't think it'll be the last time that we have them on the podcast too, with the rate no. they're pumping out updates. No, so huge, huge props. I'm like so excited to, to to beat all 15 of those missions. Here's the thing. Do we scale down down to normal? Or do we just gut it out no. on hard? Just Let's do it on it hard. Up. Yeah, I love that mentality. Let's go, baby. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I guess back to a little bit of the, the grim news and kind of vague, unspecified numbers. Pico announced that they're... <laughs> They're also getting some layoffs. You know, the whole tech industry has been hit with layoffs. You name it, any tech giant. You know, they're owned by ByteDance, the the owners of TikTok. You know, it's been documented in Western media quite a bit about China's current economic economic situation. It should be no surprise that their you know their companies are are facing some layoffs. 
Pico just said that they're laying off a small number. I think it's in the hundreds, but there weren't really a whole bunch of details about it. No, of course not. And, you know, that should also come as no surprise following the report, like, what, three months ago that the Pico 4 undersold numbers by quite a bit. They were expecting over a million sales and it only sold 100,000 or something like that. But I don't know what brain, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand the logic to, to expect a million like that yeah, anyway. I mean, so somebody knew something. Or else yeah. you wouldn't have, I mean, what sucks too with that is another another tech company in china who was going to get yep, involved tencent ten yep they're a big they're chinese done. manufacturer they're like no we're not gonna they cut their whole xr unit yep. so they were going to be working on a head headset but now they're they're cutting that but also it might not mean that they're like example they might just be changing direction of their xr well example instead of going from making your own headset it might be a, they might be going to a partnership with bite dance example you know what i mean just kind of changing direction of it well they should probably say that then yeah well i don't know if it was them (laughs) like we're gonna re we're gonna restructure this not Mm -hmm. just we're no longer gonna be part of it Mm -hmm. not well i don't know if they put out that they laid off their whole xr unit or if it was like one of those analysts you know insider reports you know one of the same it was on one of the same pico articles Mm mm-hmm like really like the sentence right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because but, Pico does layoffs in 10 cents. Because they're kind of, you know, people kind of interlock a lot of different Chinese large conglomerates, you know? Mm. It's like, to I don't know, to, to a lot of Western journalism, it's like Pico, 10 cents. What's the difference, you I know? don't know. It seemed as legit as, I guess, our media yeah. because, would have written it. So Because... Uh, <laughs> I saw the same thing as you. They were putting those in like the same headline, but it's like those are two completely different stories. It's just so weird to put them in the same headline yeah, it was together. A, it's a throw-in. Like they're just bundled together. It's like those are different companies, but I don't know. Because let's like, be honest, if it wasn't tied in with the Pico name, you wouldn't give a shit, yep. right? I yeah. mean, on this side of the world, yeah. you'd be like, okay, never even heard of that company, but we all have heard of Pico mm-hmm. now. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I've got your attention with letting you know that they're well doing a little bit of layoffs and now I'll let you know that this company that you really weren't exposed to is not going to enter the market. And so you don't even know what you're really missing. Well, it's also a, I think Pico is a great example of when you're deep in the forest, you know, you forget how deep in the forest you are. Meaning like Pico is a household name to me and you, right? Mm -hmm. Probably to a lot of like example, the users are in a discord. If we said Pico, they know what we're talking about. If I walked up to any one of my friends and I said, (laughs) Do you know what Pico is? I like no. Which Pokemon is that? Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody in the world would know. Not nobody in the world. No, nobody in my real life unit of people I know would know what Pico is. But if I walked up to them, asked them what a quest is, they would know. Mm. You know, it's like Pico's a a household name to us deep in the niche. But the reality is, to the general consumer, no, nobody really knows what Pico is. Well, doesn't have to. It's not yeah. for sale. Not for sale in the United States, yeah. unfortunately. Yes. Um. So, which is probably where some of that production number came from was the understanding that they'd have a North America release and it yeah, just has without without North America they're hasn't not been selling able to happen. So, and, and let's be real, I know a lot of the quote unquote, you know, exactly what I'm saying, the niche VR community that Pico's a household name to that don't have access to the headsets that if mm-hmm. they launch in the United States they they would they would sell, they would buy it. That's another it's another option for people to Mm-hmm. Look, I think anybody can make a headset right now, and somebody will buy it mm-hmm. if it's priced well. Mm-hmm. But since it was pretty comparable to the the Quest, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, but you know, they're still pushing forward with their star and shit. And a hundred people is not the end of the world. Yeah, and like their start, they've the got production some, cut is probably the. Yeah, they've gotten some uh, some exclusive content or temporary exclusive, like example, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. You know, based off the was Netflix it? show. Yeah, uh, it's launched on Pico right now in early access, but it's coming to the Quest later. But it's available now on Pico. That's how they're using. They're going to use it as figure out what the bugs are <laughs> fix and, all the little glitches all the little issues and then we'll release it and it's like exactly what you said pico's still moving forward they just became what's known as open xr compliant uh so basically like the to get your your game running on their headset is now compliant with like general industry standards that's also followed on on the majority of other headsets so basically for developers porting their head their games over to pico it's going to get much easier because they're all following the same framework i'd like them to be able to sell in america but yeah whatever well because exactly Not that my fight they're set they sold like what something like mid hundred thousand uh but if they launch in the the u.s i think that there were no, no their number could be a lot closer to a million definitely but it, without that you will never know market yeah it's tough tough but <laughs> in other news couple couple more things to discuss uh a game that's been available on the App Lab store that I haven't really checked out yet on App Lab, and I'm disappointed because I always like to see the evolution of it, you know, kind of in early access or, you know, its initial stages on App Lab, and then compare it to the official release. But, you know, whatever. I'm always happy in the end to see an App Lab developer move to the official store. A game with a, a pretty good following, Arcade, A-R-K hyphen, ADE, so it's not like, you know, the, the word arcade. If anybody's going to type it in after, you're going to find it wrong if you just spell arcade. Uh, it's coming to the official Quest store on March 2nd. Yeah, so congratulations to them. Some hype for that, so mm-hmm. we'll have to definitely check it out. I saw Shoes in our Discord getting hella hyped about it, I'll say. He got pretty hyped, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him posting the the Reddit post right away. and Yeah, I clicked yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Again, I, I missed the opportunity to check them out early days, you know, but I'll definitely check them out when they launch in the official quest store as it's what, two weeks away, yep. you know, might as well wait at this point, but just overall, yeah, huge congratulations to them. I don't see any reason to look for an early access release. No, not at that point, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially because like, what's the most stripped down version of this you got? Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, I don't know. I haven't really had issues with games that migrate from the. Mm-mm. app lab store to the official store but why chance it i'll just wait you know <laughs> but overall yeah huge congrats to the arcade you know i'll definitely check them out when it launches on march 2nd on the official store <laughs> and we got a couple more things to talk about namely just two games that are coming out soon uh the light brigaded mixture you know but before we go over those real quick i want to give a shout out to our patreon members who are on our discord champion shout out here so on our discord i'm sorry on our patreon we have a couple of different tiers you know we have a support in one we have one that gives the just support in one you're just supporting you know no real benefits you just want to help us go full time uh the next one though is a on-air shout out and you get access to an exclusive discord chat room that also you know we run kind of exclusive stuff example maybe we will ask for your feedback about something going forward kind of run some ideas by and we'll also run some exclusive giveaways like we're running a giveaway for some keys for Barbaria. The, the Patreon peeps, the Patreon Discord champion group, 
they have their own, you know, own giveaway going. So it's it's much better chance to win, I'd say, too. Statistically, yeah. Because <laughs> the others are are pretty stacked. <laughs> so, you know, overall though, it's a cool time in our Discord. So if you haven't joined that yet, even if you don't know how to use Discord, trust me, I didn't either. We'll figure it out as we go. Visit our show notes, <laughs> our episode description. Uh, you know, what's this show or what's this episode about? There you can find our Patreon link, our Discord link, all that fun stuff. And our members of Patreon on the shout out tier for again the Discord champion. We have Amelia, we have Crispy, and we have our boy Shoes. Which also keep an eye out on the Rough Talk VR website mm-hmm. because you know Shoes and I have both been pumping out some articles. I've been doing a little bit more of the new stuff, and Shoes has been doing like what I would say is really good opinion things. So he wrote some articles on his opinion on the Quest Pro controllers, the unboxing and his impressions on the tracking and stuff like that. He just dropped an article of like five App Lab recommendations. So good stuff there. You know, keep an eye out on the Rough Talk VR website. And they even launched like a Amazon store on it too. If you go to our website, you can find all these different items that it's just another way to help support the podcast. We do get a cut of the sales made through those clicks. It's at no additional cost to you, but example, we're sponsored by Kiwi, but there's not only Kiwi products on that Amazon page. So if you want to help support us, but example, you want the Bobo head strap, go click there and boom, you know, everybody wins, right? So in the last news, uh, again, there's a game coming out this month called Mixture, February 23rd. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. This week. This week. And it... Based off the trailer, it looks like a top-down puzzler, almost, I guess, for lack of a better term. Like, there looked like some <laughs> it's combat. It's a top-down sun. Yeah. It's, it, I can never judge. Based off of trailers? Based off a of trailer. Especially the more... More recently? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like, just legit, just run me a minute of gameplay. I don't give a shit what it is. Well, here's a great example. Those snap pictures and quick cameras and one of our favorite new games to drop, mm-hmm. Barbaria. We watched the trailer and went, I don't know. Yeah, been Man. there, done that. Yeah, but then we played it and haven't it's done that. Freaking <laughs> like fuck, one of our favorite games in the last like six months to release. So I think that it was kind of hard to tell based off the trailer, but they said one interesting thing in it. They said self co op. Yeah, I don't know what that means. No, in fact, I'm going to go to the store page just to make sure. Uh, I want to see if it says single player or co-op on the actual store listing. Because when I heard self-co-op, I was like, does that mean I just control two people? That's kind of how I understood it. Or do you control it twice? Like, do like, one run by yourself and then the next run with yourself? Yeah, there's a lot of different things in that. But again, it's it's kind of things like that about warding on trailers and, and snapshots. I don't really know what's going on in a lot of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. example. It says game mode single user. But then it says self co-op. It's just weird, you know? Mm-hmm. But it looks like a fun game. Could be. I just didn't. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll know as soon as we play it. Because mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I mean, I, I like the whole top-down thing. but I think it can work really good in VR. And it looked like there's a lot of strategy element in it. That's why I almost said puzzler. I, didn't, I was yeah, trying to find a good know. description for it. It's going to be interesting. Because there did look like some combat too, right? Mm-hmm. But it looked... But I don't know. I don't know. 
Those trailers aren't doing justice to the products anymore. No, because then I go to the store page and I actually read it and, I, and I'm like, this looks a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to have to check it out. You know, keep your eye out for mixture dropping this week. And then there's another game. Kind of back to the trailer thing, I guess, but it's also coming out this month called The Light Brigade. And this game has been getting so much hype in our Discord. I see it on social media, on Twitter. Everybody is pumped for The Light Brigade. You watch the trailer, in my opinion. The doesn't trailer, do it justice. No, the trailer doesn't get me hyped based off of the way people's reception seems to be so positive in that it's a, it's a roguelike game which I was never a fan of flat screen. But in VR, they can work. Some of my, my more favorite experiences have been, you know, roguelites. I'm on, I'm always on the cusp mm-hmm. of like, I like it, but I don't like it. Sometimes it's just that, you know, okay, just do it again, do it again, do mm-hmm. it again. So, But then there's ones like Mother Gunship Forge. Yeah, there's examples that, that get me, and then there's other times where it just flat out just doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but this one has a lot of hype, and it seems to be because the gun physics are a big highlight of the game. You know, the gun mechanics, the shooting aspect of it, and that was shown off a lot in the trailer. Yeah. But then there seemed to be like a little bit of an eerie, almost into the radius vibe to it. You know what I mean? They had that eerie music. Your guy is like praying his hands together to open doors. I don't know. <laughs> the vibe seemed a little bit eerie. So we'll we'll see about that. So... Just to wrap up this episode, two new games coming out very soon, Mixture and The Light Brigade. Mixture, I haven't heard a whole bunch of hype on, but nope. I think I'm a little bit more intrigued on Mixture than The Light Brigade. I'll be honest with you. But The Light Brigade's getting more hype. Yeah. Just Mixture has... I, you know, I want everything, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah, you're still <clears throat> waiting on... Uh, you want you want not for broadcast so bad. Yeah. It's killing you that you don't have it yet. Yep. It's killing you. You talk you, at least once a week. I hear it from you. Yeah, like, no, I don't know what's going on. No, not for broadcast yet. Like no, not for haven't. sale. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for that one though. It will. I you know, and I'm I'm self hyping it in my head to set myself up for disappointment at this point. Because mm-hmm. you just see something and you're like, I really want that. So yeah, I, I'm trying to trying to do better, <laughs> but it's failing. <laughs> And then Survivor Man's should be right around the frigging corner. Mm-hmm. Same with a game like Gambit. That's right around the corner, Dude, I've, too. I've, Q1 2023, whatever. Survivor Man, I've been, we've been watching this for over a year. We've been right? watching since it wasn't even like full landscapes. It was like 3D models mm-hmm. with like blueprint going through it. Like, you know, they still had like the grid lines. So freaking bad. Yeah, dude. They put a lot of production into it. So I'm expecting... So if, just from what I've seen through the evolution of it, mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to be really good. I heard somebody who tried it during Steam. There's a Steam Fest with like a bunch of mm-hmm. demos for upcoming games, including some VR games. And Survivor Man was on it, the PC VR version. And somebody that I saw, they tried it and they were like, freaking the highlight, the highlight of the Steam Fest for the VR section. Yeah, see. see, it's like the studio. We've seen it. They put in so much labor and love and hard work into that game for how long has it been now? It's pretty much since we started the podcast. Yeah, when it, when I first saw them on IG, and I think they they literally had like fifteen followers or mm-hmm. something. I'm like, I was already hooked. I'm like, I you just got to keep making it. Well, you saw the official Les Mills association with it. Like he's he's in the game somehow. It's not Les Mills. 
I'm sorry. Les Strauss. <laughs> Les, that's funny. Wow. A year ago, I'd never even heard of Les Mills. That and is now I can't say Now funny. I can't say the word Les without it being... Les Mills. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. No, definitely not a workout survival no. game. Go out there and burn those calories so you don't freeze to death. Yeah, no, then. but he, he's actually like... I don't know his role in the game, if he's like a narrator, if you play as him, but I've seen he's them like... definitely narrating. I've seen some 3D scans of him being done. I think he's teaching you... How like, to survive. How to survive, and then you're put into the situation. And don't quote me on it, because I, just... I cannot get my grubby paws on this to mm-hmm. save my life. All the begging and pleading to that studio is not going to get it in my lap. I'll admit it. I think I even asked him a while ago. Like month, like six months ago, you know, wouldn't say no to early release on or early access on this. <laughs> you know, I just I die in a friggin' play it. It's got the elements that I really want to try in VR, mm-hmm. and if they pull it off with the official Survivor Man branding, mm-hmm. come on, man, Survivor Man VR—that's a headset seller. You follow us on on IG? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, dude, that I've dude, seen him post about it sometimes. He is always traveling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's such a real human being. Like I've seen him, I think he was at a concert a year ago and he posted on his IG, like I'm at this concert, this row, this section, stop on by and say hi. Like who the hell does that? Mm -hmm. You know I mean? He's just a real human being. So, Mm -hmm. but my big concern with it is going to be how much surviving is in it. And like, you know, are you finished in an hour? Mm-hmm. Are there going to be? I'm already at, see what I'm asking for. Are there going to be updates <laughs> and and more survival scenarios in production? But these guys used like full production. Yeah, motion track. You're like, uh-huh. okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I would be shocked if there's only an hour or so content right? in it, based off of the amount of love I've seen being put dude. into it. But it's got all the makings to make me one happy dude. Yeah, I think it's going to be a hit when it hits the store when it's when it releases. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I agree. So, 2023, man, I keep talking about it. We have the Quest 3 dropping. We have so many good games coming out. Ghostbusters. That should be dropping. Gambit. Oh, Survivor, man, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for broadcast. What was it? Oh, my goodness. I'm slipping on the name. Is it, It's not Everslot. Oh, is that the name? No. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. Shoot. I'll, I'll, think, of, I'll <laughs> think of the name in just a I minute. I keep thinking Everlast. Yeah, I know, right? Unfortunately. Uh, but no, there's so many good games coming in 2023 that have been yeah, announced it's, last year. It's ridiculous. Again, and I think... A good ridiculous. You know, Quest 3 is a day one buy for me. And yeah. I'm so, you know... Don't care what I gotta do. And I'll be messaging a VR optician the day the Quest 3 is announced, like, hey, do you have early access to this? And do you already have your lens adapters? Because I love my VR optician eyeglasses or, like, lens adapters. Like, yeah. I can't imagine not having them. As a glasses user, ooh, it's the best. <laughs> hey, now you have a you do, so you wear it's not a prescription. It's no, reading glasses, reading right? Reading glasses. Yeah. Hmm. So it doesn't I don't need them for for headsets. For headsets. No, it would probably actually make the experience worse, right? Yep. Yeah, you still you'll still stick with your plain old lenses. But yeah. it's it's still good pieces of peace of mind for you to like your lens will never get damaged. Oh no, because yeah, that was the whole reason I got the Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would have been like I don't even need those. But no, to know that my original lenses are protected, mm-hmm. they haven't even been exposed to the elements in forever. No, just take them off now and then and give it a good, good little wipe down on the inside, micro, microfiber wipe down, mm-hmm. and pop them back on. But yeah, I can't say enough for if people who have to wear glasses like me, like all the time, it's so worth it. It's so worth it because mm-hmm. screw that lens spacer. You're going to scratch Dude, even your lenses. If you don't wear glasses. Just anything good you could be 
you could stick your finger in your headset by accident. Yeah. You know, it's like it's easier to clean those lenses too. I have so much more peace of mind wiping them than I did yeah. the. You can be a little more aggressive. <laughs> you get what I'm saying by that? Because yeah. you know it's not your real lens. Oh yeah, I don't feel like I'm wiping anything crucial off. Or yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, I, I that's probably I say it all the time. I th- top three accessories: headset, like power adapter, like like the Kiwi one we have mm-hmm. with a pro adapter with the charger in it, which I noticed on their store that they have a, now a charger one with the audio strap on it too combined. I was like, whoa, when did that it's come out? Because uh, that was kind of what we were saying when we tried it. Like, that would be cool if they combined both of them. Because I don't want to pick audio or power charging because I'm going to pick power n- 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. I want my extra play, but the extra audio is nice too. Um, so huge, huge props to them. But yeah, having an uh, improved head strap with a charger on it, essential. Better grips, essential. And if your glasses wear... Or even if not, just to protect it, those optician lenses, huge. That's when your headset's pimped out. (laughs) So I can't disagree with that. So anything else you wanted to go over today or that about wrapping up? No, I just some stuff coming around the horizon, but we'll talk to it when the horizon comes. Mm -hmm. No, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I am laughing at my quote of when when I was talking about cars having mobile hot spots yeah and, you and said i called hot it hot box. box yep you know just know where my mind went i guess <laughs> <laughs> same thing with me and saying it's less my mills. generation it's it like, says you know, less you say less and then also i said mills you know and same thing yeah. with hot you know you said hot and then somehow the word box came, came out. out and said hot, hot box spot. so no new cars are not being sold with the hot box capability they're already built in with that yeah <laughs> the hot spot capabilities yeah. So uh, one last time, I'll say, you know, definitely go check out our online communities, our Patreon, our subreddit, our, our Discord, especially the Discord. Discord's popping. You know, we got a great community in there. It's very welcoming. Our mods like, you know, Amelia, King, King Canuck, Shoes, they're they're kicking ass in there. It's, it's a great mm-hmm. job. Like I said, very welcoming. We got a ton of game meetups, a whole bunch of different categories of discussion, some awesome pet pictures. Come on. Who doesn't like to see a nice dog? So definitely go check that out. Go join the Patreon. Help us go, you know, full-time. Cha-cha-cha. And we'll be back with you on Wednesday with the review of Drop Dead The Cabin, which... Spooky. (laughs) Spooky or hard? Oh, my goodness. But we'll talk about that on Wednesday. So hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) Cha-cha.